Welcome to Fathers of the Faith for Covenant Kids, where we look back on the church fathers who raised the ramparts which defend our faith to present day. On this episode, we are doing the final episode of our Creeds and Confessions series, and we will be talking about the Chicago Statement on Biblical Inerrancy. Don't get scared, because we're going to take a closer look. My name is Grant, and joined with me are my three saplings, Lila. What's up? Eddie. Hello, guys. And I'm... Nora. Hey, everyone. So, you guys, you know what I'm super excited about right now? What? Tomorrow. Oh, yeah, it's going to be like 75 degrees. It's going to be in the 70s tomorrow. <gasps> what? I am so ready for winter to be over, and this weather coming up is super exciting. It's going to make me so happy I can wear my new shorts. And Lila actually has plans for what she's wearing because of the new weather. So you guys, let me ask you a question. Yeah. When you pick up your Bible and read it, do you ever think that it might just be wrong? Yeah. I think that all the time. Do you really? Yeah, I do. We need to have a conversation. (laughs) Sometimes when things are like just sound around, like, yeah, sometimes I think, this sounds so weird. I can't believe God is so powerful that he can make all of this true. It's like having unicorns right in front of you. Unicorns? Yeah. Where did that They're myths. No, I kind of know what Eddie's talking about. All right? Because the Bible is a wonderful book. But is there anything wrong with the Bible? Nope. No. Is there anything that's a lie in the Bible that's trying to deceive you? No. 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 So what we call this is inerrancy. Inerrancy? Inerrancy. Because if there was an error, then it would be errant. It would have an error in it. Something wrong. Like Jesus didn't die on the cross or Jesus didn't go to this city or the Apostle Paul didn't really do this or that. He just We just wrote stuff about it. And there are people who call themselves Christians. They call themselves Christians. Air quoting. Air quoting. And they make up all these stories about what really happened during this time. Okay? Some of them say, the Bible's got a ton of errors. There's all there's all kinds of stuff that's wrong with it. But I still believe in, you know, most of it. And I think Jesus was, you know, still Savior and he's a son of God. And, and they'll even hold to some of the major beliefs of Christianity. But they will believe that the Bible has all kinds of errors in it. But we believe that the Bible is our sole authority, right? Mm -hmm. That it is the only thing we believe in. And we do believe that it does not have any errors. Jesus believed in the Old Testament like it didn't have any errors. That the story of Jonah was true. Because remember, Jesus told the story and he said, just like Jonah was in the belly of the whale for three days, so the Son of Man will be in the belly of the earth for three days. See, Jesus believed in that story. The Apostle Paul, remember, we talked about this the other day. The Apostle Paul said that all scripture is breathed out by God. It's inspired by God, and it's profitable for... Right. Yeah. And it's profitable for training and for righteousness and rebuke and reproof, so that we are fully mature in Christ. I'm kind of paraphrasing there. And so the reason why this Chicago statement on biblical inerrancy came out was because there were people who were still claiming to be Christian 
And those Christians, air quotes, Christians, air quotes. didn't hold to the Bible as their authority. They didn't say the Bible has no errors. They were saying the Bible has tons. So some men, pastors and scholars, were saying, like, we need to come out with a statement and say we're Christian and we believe that the scripture is our authority. And so if it says it's true, it's true. Because John 17, 17, Jesus said to the Father, sanctify them by your word. Your word is truth. It says your word is truth. And what did Jesus say? Jesus said to them, I am the way, the truth, truth and, the life. and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. He said he was the truth. So we know that what God has given to us in his word is true. So if quote unquote science or other people say, no, that didn't happen. We have to believe the Bible over them. Okay. <laughs> and so some very prominent men, if you remember from last week, we talked about the 39 articles of faith and we talked about a very great Anglican, J.I. Packer. And he was one of the ones that signed this Chicago Statement of Biblical Inerrancy. J.I. Packer. You guys will know this name, R.C. Sproul. Mm. Yeah. Mom, listen Famous. Famous. That guy is famous in my head. Another one that's very well known was James Montgomery Boyce, nope. who's pastor. He was a Presbyterian pastor in Philadelphia for decades. And also another well-known name is John MacArthur. Now, another well-known name is Francis Schaeffer. I know Francis. I know no Francis's because I've never been to France. And so what statements on inerrancy have said is that God inspired the men who wrote the books in our Bible and that when they first wrote down God's word, there was no errors in it at all. And everything that it said was true and it was God's word. Okay. And that's a big okay. statement. And we need to make sure that throughout our whole life that we continue to affirm the inerrancy and authority of God's word in our lives. Because if it's not for God's word in our lives, you guys, we don't have a foundation to stand on. What's a foundation? Every house is built with a foundation at the bottom. Oh, like a ground. Yes. They don't just build houses on dirt. They don't build houses on dirt. Because it will collapse and it will fall away. I'll read you what Jesus said in Matthew chapter 7. Ready for this? Jesus said, Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine, words are what? Jesus. It's like the Bible, right? God's word. He spoke. Who hears these words of mine and acts on them, may he be compared to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and slammed against that house. And yet, it did not fall. For it had been founded on the rock. Everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them, he will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. The rain fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew and slammed against that house. And it fell, and great was its fall. So see, if you're a Christian and you say, I follow Jesus, but 
But the Bible and all that, I don't want that. You just tossed out your foundation and you're building your house on the sand now. Mm-hmm. You got plus, no concrete. Plus, if you have your scriptures to say, this is what I hold to. This is what I live my life by. And maybe they'll become Christian like you. You're right. Hopefully that would happen. All good things, all good things, all good things. <laughs> <laughs> all, all right, so I just wanted to end the series talking about the authority of Scripture and the inerrancy of Scripture, which is so important to remind people of even today. And so you kids understand that the Bible is your authority and that your Bible has, there's no problems with your Bible. There's no errors in your Bible. God's word is sure and it is fixed in the heavens forever is what the Psalms talk about. Okay, guys? Okay. Okay. Did you have fun doing this Creeds and Confessions series? Yes. Awesome. Well, listeners, we hope that you enjoyed this series as well, learning some about church history, which is what we do on this podcast. So next week, we will pick up another father of the faith. We'll go back to talking about people for a while. (laughs) And who knows, we may have another series in the works that we will do as well. So we hope you tune in next week for another episode of Fathers of the Faith for Covenant Kids.